0: This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Jason Kelly on Bloomberg Radio. We said earlier with what's been going on over the past couple of weeks, um, we definitely wanted to bring back Jason Flom, um, well-known, of course, in the recording industry. He's CEO and founder of Lava Records and Lava Music Publishing. He's also a founding board member of the Innocence Project, host of the powerful podcast Wrongful Conviction, in which he talks with those individuals who've been convicted of crimes that they seem very credibly to not have committed. He's been really working for several decades to get those wrongfully convicted out of prison. He he joins us once again uh, on the phone from the Hamptons, Jason. We are glad to have you back with us. So the last couple of weeks, I think about you have been, you know, tirelessly working to help those that don't have a voice, and I feel like once again, you know, the last couple of weeks, again, we're we're trying to give those who haven't had a voice, you know, perhaps, you know, some say in our society, and I feel like just so so much has to change. What do you? what do we do? What do we do differently to change change what's been going on with George Floyd and others like him?
1: Well, I'm glad you brought that up. And the question is, you know, this is about so much more than the killings that we see, the police killings that we've seen recently on videotape that have been reported so widely that Breonna Taylor, of course, we, we all know about that, Ahmaud Arbery, et cetera. But what we're seeing, I believe, is a reaction to the systemic persecution of people of color in our criminal legal system at every phase, right? And most of it is behind the scenes, and but it's very, very real. We have almost 11 million people cycling in and out of jail and prison every year in America. 11 million. It's insane. And so the... The, the jail churn of just these black bodies being taken and you know and, and just brutalized at every step of the game is is something that had to burst and you know now there's this visible you know lynching, the slow motion lynching and finally it's crystallized everyone to come together in a way that's never happened before
2: so how do we collectively Keep the momentum to a point, Jason, where there's real structural change, because as you say, it's well beyond police brutality. Are we thinking as broadly and and at the same time as specifically about some of those things that need to change more structurally?
1: Yeah, I mean, I hope so. And it's interesting because there's no one particular thing that everyone is demanding right yeah. now, right? The fact is that we want, people want, and it's so interesting that this is, I think, the first, well, first of all, it's the biggest movement, I, I think, probably ever. You have all 50 states and at least 18 other countries with these massive protests, and which are almost exclusively peaceful, by the way. Let's just get that out of the way. Hmm. So I think we're starting to see... Changes right. You just mentioned on the news break the Confederate flag team being taken from NASCAR uh, uh, events. Right. These things are symbolic, but they're meaningful in my opinion. Um, interesting that that happened on the same day that the president said that he's not going to um, uh, allow the Confederate uh, names to be taken off of military bases. Um, so it's it's interesting that NASCAR and the White House are on different ends of the you know that that argument. And, and NASCAR is obviously right. So you know. I'm going to be hosting tomorrow at five o'clock, a zoom event um, that I'm going to be trying to answer these questions with four people who are much wiser than I am. So I'll have Patrice Galore the co-founder of black lives matter. Alikar Kassanis, the founder of civil rights Corps; Bianca Tylek who runs an organization called worth rises. And um, we'll also have Cassandra Frederique, who's the executive director of the, Innis- of, of the sorry, the drug policy alliance. Mm-hmm. So, We're going to do this Zoom event, and the link is on my podcast page. So if you go to Wrongful Conviction Podcast on Facebook or on Instagram, it'll take you to a Zoom link, and anyone's welcome to join. And we're going to attempt to answer exactly that question. What can each person do? What can anyone – I have so many people hitting me up saying, I I want to volunteer, I want to donate, but I don't know where to donate. I want to use this energy, this anger that I feel – to to create a change. So we're going to attempt to address that question together. Well, let's
2: continue our conversation with Jason Flom, Founders, Chief Executive Officer of Lava Records and founding board member of the Innocence Project, joining us on the phone from New York. So, Jason, and I think this is very relevant to the event that you're talking about, the Zoom event you're having tomorrow uh, that you were describing with us before, and we'll talk about it again before we wrap up. But, you know, I've really been wrestling with this, and I dare say Carol has as well, we have teenagers we're trying to have these conversations with our kids about this and i know a lot of parents are trying to have conversations with their teenagers 20 years old 20 year olds and 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 up you know this is a generation that's very socially engaged they want to do something they don't necessarily have the life experience that that maybe we have and don't understand some of the complexities of this and yet we want them to be engaged and we want them to be informed how do you recommend having those types of conversations?
1: Well, there's so many great resources that you can go to, right? There's a wonderful new book out called Usual Cruelty uh, by Alec Karakatsanis that really rips the lid off of how we have, you know, created and and perpetuated a system that is designed to crush human beings, to, to cage them and crush them for economic gain. Of course, 65% of the people in our criminal uh, institutions, right? And we have almost 10,000 jails and prisons in this country, which is insane, right? But and 65% of them are black. It's like, it's crazy, right? We have more people in, in prison, more black people in prison right now than we ever had enslaved at any particular time in the history of slavery. So, you know, there, but, but again, I mean, there's so many great things. Watch 13th, the movie, Right. Watch the Innocence Files. Sorry, the Innocence Files on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's there, there are so many great things to follow on my Instagram, which is it's Jason Flom, ITS Jason Flom. I'm always highlighting things that I think are important to for people to focus on. But yeah, the minute you get into this, it becomes like a rabbit hole, right? And I'm yeah. and I'm hoping your kids and other kids of their generation will take this and 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 make it their their cause because this is the uh, worst failed social policy disaster of our lifetimes, you know. So, and I got, guess we've got to fix it.
2: And I guess it's interesting too. And I and I appreciate what you said there because I I do think especially in light of you know so many people saying so many different things being able to focus the conversation on incarceration specifically i do think is helpful because i I think as you said before we did some news you know this idea of like everybody's sort of casting about and and this is a very you know just stark reality and and you just described it really well and, and to sort of point people toward that specific part of the system, which is, I, I think, empirically broken. I think, I think no one would be like, no, it's going great. You know, I, it, it's, a, it, it's, it's very pointed. So I appreciate that.
0: I guess Look,
1: what, I think something that will shut. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, no, please, Jason, go, go ahead.
1: <clears throat> I was going to say, I think something that will really surprise a lot of your listeners is that the number one arrest, number one reason for arrest in America and jailing is driving on a suspended license. As you can guess, the overwhelming majority of those people that are arrested for this and, and jailed, and of course, it, they, they are over, they over-index they in every aspect of the system. They're the most arrested, they're the most prosecuted, they get the highest sentences, they get the longest sentences, they have you know the longest probation periods, are people of color. So the fact is that if, they, these are not dangerous people. And then there's fines and fees, and they get charged with these fines and fees, they get put back into the system because they can't pay these fines and fees, so it just becomes... A, a, a nonstop churn that disrupts families and communities and creates this hostile, terrible you know feeling among people who are being again put down and persecuted yeah. and and that's why I hope people will follow um Civil rights corps is a great thing to follow on Instagram or and the same thing that book, the book usual cruelty is by that same guy who's really upending that system're working on.
0: So Jason, what else needs to change? Because this is not, you know, something, again, that like just happened overnight, right? It's, you know, we had um, one guest on uh, who from Harvard, and she just talked about, you know, we've been fighting racism for 400 years, and then some, you know, so what is it? Is it education? Is it neighborhoods? Is it, you know, I've been having conversations, we were talking about, you know, who we socialize with and, you know, what, what, what's wrong, what's broken down in our system, what needs to be the first one, two steps to change, you know, the racism that is obviously still rampant in America.
1: Well, I think that when people talk about defunding the police, what they're really saying is, and there's not a better word for it, so that's what they use, but they're saying take some of this money, right? We have cities, major cities who have over 50% of their budgets that are devoted to police and corrections, right? Take some of that money away and put it into community, you know, uh, um, enrichment, right? Put it into programs that actually help people. And let's bear in mind that only less than 4% of 911 uh, calls are for anything violent, right? So, and we can't expect police officers to be trained to deal with a mental health crisis or someone in a drug situation who's having a, a reaction or someone who is uh, stuck on the side of the road. No matter what it is, they show up in this highly militarized way. And bad things happen. Now, the racism, the systemic racism is a whole nother issue. Mm. And that's something we have to deal with. There's a soft racism, right? And I think we all have to do a couple of things. We have to look at our companies. So many people that are listening are people who run or are bigwigs in, in important businesses. Look at your hiring practices. Look at your portfolio as well. I encourage your listeners to look at your portfolio, call your, your investment person or maybe you're your own and look and see if you have any investments in companies that benefit from the from the caging of human beings. And if you do divest, because we have to get the economics are at the root of all racism. Right. That's why they were. That's why they brought slaves to America to build the country. It's all economics. That's the whole thing that drives the, the prison industrial contract complex, complex economics. So we have to remove that profit motive. And we have to start diverting and, and taking some of this money from this over-policing and putting it into programs that actually benefit the communities. We're, it's so crazy, right? As we're increasing these budgets endlessly, we're taking money from education, from health care, from all of the things that I think we, everyone probably thinks is a, a good idea right. to have better education. So, yeah, that's my, I'll get off my soapbox. All
2: right. So give us <laughs> 30 like seconds soapbox. again on the event tomorrow because it's a really yeah, important please. one.
1: please. So tomorrow I'll be hosting an event on Facebook. Um, it's a Zoom event on Facebook. You can go to the Wrongful Conviction Podcast page um, on Facebook and or to Wrongful Conviction Podcast on Instagram, and you'll find a link, a Zoom link in the bio there, but go to the page on Facebook. It's probably more direct. And it'll be an event where I'll be uh, I'll be moderating Patrice Colors, co-founder of Black Lives Matter, and three other major figures in the um, uh, civil rights uh, leaders, and activists uh, who are who are real change makers in the movement for racial justice and criminal justice reform